We are going live today because ain't nobody got time today. (laughs) It's the 198th episode of the Mina's House podcast. I'm Mina. Say what? I'm Shayna B. Dex Stucky. Ooh, Dexter made it in the nick of time. <laughs> Saved by the bell. We thought you was locked up or towed again, Dexter. No, you know, I don't, look, I'm trying to get my life together. I was like, let me jump in the shower real quick. I got the shower. It was 831. I'm like, well, what time to get in there? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We just want to get your wife's phone number from now on. Just give That's her a what call. We, were saying. we need to get your wife's number so we can be like, where is Dexter Sucky? <laughs> What's the C stand for? Chase. Oh, I like that. You didn't that. tell us this before. You told us this before. Um, we were curious about the C because uh, a popular Instagram person called out your whole government the other day. She said Cleotis. <laughs> <laughs> Who said Cleotis? Toya normally says like Cleotis. I'm like, where did that come from? Yo, I'm just like, it's Oh, my boy. <laughs> that sounds like Clitoris. <laughs> my boy. Cleotis <laughs> does sound like Clitoris. We will call you Dexter Clitoris Tucky. <laughs> Dexter, did you get banned by someone else this week? I think I've seen that. No, and me, well, that boy blocks me, unblocks me. He got a crush on me. That's the problem. Andrew Caldwell has a crush on me. He can't help himself. <laughs> and he said, guy. Dexter, she's sucky. Uh, send me your mailing info. <laughs> what is he mailing you? I don't know. The guy, I did. I, he's, he's, you know who he is, right? The guy from like the, the I'm not getting no more thing. That's him. So, uh, yeah, uh, Shayna was saying he's a deliberate guy. Allegedly, ain't nothing delivered about that. Yeah, ain't nothing delivered about him. <laughs> Only thing that got delivered is his FedEx package. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he said he was gay, but then he said he was deliberate and then wasn't gay anymore. Yeah, yeah he said, and he said it in a church him. service, like yeah. a major church service. I remember that. I just uh-huh. didn't recognize his face. I don't follow him on social media. Oh, but you got to start. Well, it sounds it looks like he messy because I've seen a clip. (laughs) I've seen a clip on your page. I'm like, what is happening here? He's very messy. You got to follow. It is you. You you might be too too mature for him, though. Like, honestly, you got to be immature like like me to get entertained (laughs) by that guy. (laughs) I just I can't entertain negative stuff. And we'll talk about social media Mm -hmm. in a bit. But I just. I can't have all negativity all up and down my timeline. Like having the shade room and baller alert and all of them all up and down my it's timeline enough. is enough. Yeah, for sure. It's too much for me to handle. I can't do. And then I started following Hollywood uh, Unlocked, mm-hmm. Jason, Leah, or whatever. It's too much. Like I mm-hmm. need positivity in my life to balance all this crazy negativity and maturity. I agree. And now I you added, it. I'm adding you to the list slowly, Dexter. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> my, my social media page gets so toxic. I'd be like, Dexter, you really are like these people, though. You got to be careful, though. <laughs> so uh, speaking of social media, let's hop into what's in our feed. So Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp was down for hours. And then Twitter went down. And literally, like, the whole world lost it, which I didn't think it was a big deal because... I feel like it's been down before, but I, I think because it was down so long this time, it had like these really serious impacts on people. 
And like, how did you guys go? You know, did you was this hard for you? Did you care? Was it a big deal? Cared. I can't. I mean, because of course you go through the like. You just used to going through your feed, and you're like, wait, can't load feed. And because I'm a person that has had my Instagram hacked before, it's always a flashback for me. Like, oh my god, did somebody hack my account? So it's a, it always gives me instant panic. And then the first thing I did after I kept doing it was I went to Twitter and I looked at what was and I was like, oh wait, no, just Facebook and IG are down. Okay, cool, it's not me. Um. It's weird, and I hate saying this because I hate being that person or whatever, but I didn't actually notice it, and only because I was actually working. Like, I think if I was still working from home, I would have been freaking out because, like, what am I supposed to be doing? But, like, because, like, I'm working in an office now and, like, learning a new job and stuff like that, like, I really put my phone away during the day so I can kind of focus and learn stuff. So I really, I had no idea that it was down, and then they were like, oh, it's been down for hours, and I was like, wow, Okay. Look at me. I'm <laughs> proud of you. You're not messy all day. I not that, all day. That's good. <laughs> but when I did get it back. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm on there, the mess is on and popping. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of the same way. Like I was working and I and I got all these emails and messages about it being down. I didn't even notice it was down. And then I went on there and kind of like refreshed. OK, it's stuck and went about my day and got stuff done. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't understand people. Are people really sitting there still like updating every 15, 10, 20 uh, minutes? Apparently. And it's and that's the crazy part about it, though. Like the people I saw talking about it saying like like they were actually upset about it. These are people I never even see posts. So like you really are just on there scrolling, looking at what other people are doing. Like that's kind of probably oh, a lot of social media stalkers that don't never <laughs> like nothing don't ever comment but they just always on it oh they, they were the they ones see all your stories because <laughs> that's what they too ones. busy that's their job is going through your, the feeds I don't know. To me, it would just be boring if I'm on there and not interacting with people. Like my goal and job on social media is to talk to people. Like if I'm not doing it, I, I don't really want to be on it. Like what's the point? I don't really care that much about what other people are doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like what kind of the lines that I'm on, because when I'm on there, I'm posting or I'm prepping to do my show just to see what people are talking about. Yeah. But I didn't realize how much of a problem this could be for some people until yesterday. And I seen all the comments and I'm like, y'all got to get your life together. You don't got nothing else to do but to sit there and scroll, uh, scroll on your timeline. <laughs> like you got to get it together. And then Offset said that he realized he's addicted to Instagram because of what happened. I'm like, that's what made you realize you're addicted to Instagram. I think people don't know that they're really reliant on social media and you're losing like precious time in your life, focusing on what other people are posting about. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people realize it. Have you ever like I've done this before fast, like going without Instagram for like 21 days? You do realize it is slightly an addiction, even though I might not be on there all day. Like I said, I wake up in the morning, I check. It might be a time in the afternoon, I check. And then at night, I do my nightly scroll. It was like the second day, you ever stop drinking caffeine and you start getting that withdrawal? <laughs> I was going through withdrawal like, okay, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't look at your feet. <laughs> I was like, I might have to just delete the whole thing off my phone so I don't feel tempted to do it. Like it can become an addiction. When when I was taking my like job, like my old job serious, I um was 
I was like, you know what? Like, I want to take it serious. I want to really work, like, just focus on work or whatever. So I would sign out of social media during the day. And then I wouldn't sign back on until six o'clock. And I feel like you don't get it as bad. Like, if you try the 21 days without it, try it like that way, where you sign out during the day. And then at night, like, you get back in and you do what you want to do. I've been forgetting my passwords too much for that type of life. <laughs> <laughs> and even though I won't save it, I don't never have good luck. Logging back in when I pull up the password thing, I always have a problem. So I got to stay signed in and stuff. Yeah, well, if you had a serious issue with this shutdown, you really need to do some adjustments to your life because you must be wasting all this time just scrolling and looking what other people are doing instead of being productive. Like I said, I didn't even realize until I got all these updates and alerts. And I think I tried to scroll once and then I just kept them yeah, like you go past and then head. when i got back on at night it was working again yeah because like, right. who's about to sit up there like the fact that people knew that it was exactly seven hours right i'm concerned yeah, no, that's scary. Was up there, like it's gonna come back i'm gonna be the first to know that it's bad i'll <laughs> <laughs> be the first to post i'll be the post. first one <laughs> and then i seen the post like now that we back on i'm like what's wrong with you <laughs> I, I did that at the twitter post though because when i first went to twitter to see because that's where i go with it with facebook and instagram they generally go down together and the, all the Twitter posts and the memes that was like, welcome back. <laughs> the only thing I can see people having a problem with is the WhatsApp. Because obviously if you got like family overseas or you yeah. do a business and that's how you communicate. I could see that being an issue if that's how you run your business or again, are checking on a family member and that's the only way you communicate. But other than that, people, it's a day. It's a couple hours. Go your, emails, your emails don't work? So you stop working? No, but like sometimes I know some people like like say like their older parents, they like that's the only thing they can get them focused on if they live in another country to communicate with them more. So I can understand that. Okay. But for six hours, your grandfather could wait. <laughs> no, I'm saying like I understand the fear. Like, like I in my old job, we work with a business where they do email, but because they were they were in another time zone, they were like over in Asia. WhatsApp is their most effective. Like they'll tell you if you want to get us right away, you got to get us through WhatsApp because they, their emails, you get lost in their email. So I can yeah. see like businesses that run like that. That was probably like an issue for them, especially if they have businesses overseas. But again, it was only six, seven hours, but I can see that hindering the work day. Yeah. So another thing that people are talking about is Squid Game on Netflix. There's a damn mania happening and it, I feel like it happened overnight like, I didn't hear anything about it. And then all of a sudden, like, in one day, like, five different people were like, have you watched Squid Game? Have you watched Squid Game? And I'm like, what the hell? And then someone pulled it up. And I'm like, this looks like an animation. What is this? So um, are you guys watching? Do you care? I mean, I keep reading about this everywhere. I definitely want to watch. I have not watched. I was like you. I was on Netflix last week. Or maybe a week and a half ago, and I saw it was trending in the U.S. I was like, uh, it doesn't look like I really want to watch that. Whatever. But then I started seeing people talk about it, so I had to add it to my list, but I haven't watched it yet. I'm not currently watching because I finished it in one day. <laughs> oh, my God. Good Games is so good. I gave it my entire Sunday to watch it. Episode six will get you like that it, it that is is good like that show will suck you in like you got you get favorite characters or whatever it's so good like oh. i highly recommend it the only thing i don't like is the voiceovers like it's something that was filmed in i think either china or japan yeah so like they don't they don't speak english in it 
and like they did like voiceovers with like American American accents. Which happens in a lot of the popular Netflix ones down, I feel like. It ain't good. Like the voice it bothers is so you. bad. Was it hard I mean, to follow? I, I put closed caption on my TV and then like you just kind of like read it. Like don't really pay That's much too attention. Much work. To That's a lot. But it's worth it though. But you it's so much action, you won't even care. I will say though, there is a lot of violence in it though. Like it's very violent. So if you're watching, just you know, keep that in mind. What is it about? I'm not getting what's the plot about? Like what are we watching here? The plot, without giving any spoilers, is there's a bunch of people in in the country that are poor and that are like having like debt issues. And then there's an opportunity for them to win a bunch of money. So they go and they play these games, and whoever wins the game wins all the money. Now, the caveat of that is the type of games that they're playing and the consequences of losing the game. And then there's like so many interpersonal stories in there that it's, I'll tell y'all, it's so good. Like, it's really good. It sounds like that show with the girl with the ponytail, with the boat, with the crossbow. Remember um, where they had to kill each other? Uh, oh, Hunger Games. Games. Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Yeah. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Similar, except like not exactly. But yeah, it's, it's a similar concept. Well, I spent a whole day watching Midnight Mass. Did y'all see that? I didn't. How was that? It's 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 interesting. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like about how people use God and the Bible to justify crazy ass stuff. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's supposed to be a horror film. But I, you know, I love Halloween. I love horror. I love like mm-hmm. scary movies. It wasn't so scary, but it was more so like a think piece. Like y'all really doing crazy ass stuff, killing people and stuff and using the Bible and finding verses in the Bible to make excuses for y'all sins. It was crazy. And we see well, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy you told me that because that's why I didn't want to watch it because I, I don't like horror films and I thought it was scary. No, and it's not. I didn't think it was scary at all. I was just like, y'all crazy as hell. Now, I did watch, over the weekend, I watched um, the last Purge movie. I want my money back. <laughs> I really want my $6 back from the last Purge movie. Well, look who's joining us. Welcome. Oh, and you got your dinner and your snacks with you, too. This is how they be late for work and still come with McDonald's. He's connecting. Y'all can hear me? Yes. Mm-hmm. What were you doing? Were you late? Man, I was, I fell asleep watching that goddamn squid. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> yeah, <there's nothing> like <laughs> that. What episode are you on? Two. <laughs> Do you that like it? <laughs> not really. That's why I was asleep. <laughs> not not too much. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's to me right now. It's still more so. Uh, like it's still on right now, but um. I got to get used to the language barrier and like reading the subtitles and stuff. So that's why it was pretty hard for me to like get into it so far. Like maybe, I don't know. I just need to see the killing first, but (laughs) maybe. I told y'all that language, that that, that voiceovers is like, oh my God, come on. Okay. What was the other Netflix one? Was it the Money Heist one that had the the voice? That that was good. It's not as bad as Money Heist. It's not as bad as Money Heist, but it is bad. Okay. I couldn't okay. watch Money Heist for that reason. I can't yeah. do it. I'd be like, it took Goodbye. me a while. It took me a while. There's so great. many English movies that I don't have to struggle to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I going to pick the stuff I have to struggle? This is supposed to be entertaining and easy. I'm not supposed to be working when I'm watching a movie. Like, it's supposed to be easy. It's like eating, right? I'm not eating no difficult <laughs> food. Don't give me a flat 
Don't give me lobster. I'm not digging. Like, I, this is too hard. Don't say don't give me a flat. <laughs> flat is crazy, yeah. Flats you got to dig through the damn bones to get the little, the little tiniest piece of chicken in the middle. I'm not doing that. I'm not digging through subtitles to get the plot from the movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Mina won't be watching Squid Games. I, no, no, y'all just completely. I was gonna try, but y'all just completely determined. Try, I'm telling you, just, just give it, a, just give it a shot. I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm gonna try again because, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm late to the party. Like, um, it was like the, I guess, like last week when it first came out, I kept seeing like red light, green light, and I'm like what the hell does this mean? So I, I didn't even know like what that was. Like I just started watching it yesterday and then like I tried to watch it again today and it's like, I don't know. But I, I felt that same way about uh, the, the the power book with Kanan. I uh-huh. tried to watch that. I, I tried to watch that a couple of times. I got stalled out on the first couple episodes and then when I finally locked in, I was not mad at I it. I was the same way. I so, was the same way with that same power book. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Now, also um, in the news is Wendy Williams. So ever since she caught her husband with his mistress living down the block with a with a child and the divorce, you know, she's been spiraling out of control, like right in front of our eyes. And then it seems like she was back on the right track. You know, she was in a in a sober house and all that. And it seemed like she was getting her life together, dating again. And now, again, we're starting to see her back with substance abuse having issues um the show has been postponed a couple of times now mm-hmm. she's supposed to be going into the next season and they've pushed it back she got covid apparently but was asymptomatic but still they had to quarantine her and everything and now they're saying that she's having some health issues she's just struggling right now with her life and just dealing with the fact that she has to pay this man all this money so he could go and live with his mistress and they don't have to work <laughs> and Garnett is applauding it like this uh-huh, is a good thing. and now we're hearing that apparently the network is considering if she's not ready to come back on October 18th which is when she's supposed to come back that they might replace her show with Nick Cannon's show because they're produced the, both shows are produced by the same production company they've been saying it's temporary but do you think that's fair? And do you think that Nick or anybody could live up to what Wendy does on daytime TV? What did she okay, do on daytime TV? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I don't think Nick could. But, you know, they've used him in the past when she's been out. And I felt like it was already like they were setting it up. Like, if this was ever to happen, he would be like her. Him and Jerry O'Connell. The, the one of them will be like her replacement, but I, I don't know. But I'll, Dex, I'll let you go. But you know, I'm a fan, so you know, I, 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 feel, I feel bad for her. Like, I really hope that she comes out of this on top. Like, that's that's not a cool situation at all. Like, it sucks to like know that she's dealing with that. And I watched that movie and just seeing, like, you know, from her perspective, how everything went down or whatever, you know, she just lost her her mom right was her mom yes mm-hmm. yeah she just lost her mom and then you know you're going through this divorce whatever she's empty, empty nester then she had to move out of her house that she's lived in forever to move into an apartment in new york but it just it's hard and i know that like as an adult like nobody wants to deal with it i do think though like you live your life in the limelight or whatever and it's time for her to take a step back mm-hmm. i don't think there's necessarily a replacement need, needed but i think on her own she should say like I'm not strong enough to do this. It's time for me to take mm-hmm. that step back. And I do understand, like, 
you know, wanting to be in this industry so bad and like, you know, being so successful in it, but like, maybe it's time to retire. You'll do something else or like, you know, take some time for yourself or whatever. I do think she's replaceable though. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really subscribe to the like, Wendy Williams is irreplaceable. I really think like almost anybody can do it, to be honest with you, because I don't really see that she adds anything that anybody else wouldn't be able to do. I could see Nene Leakes or Portia Williams going and doing that same show and like not missing a beat. I really do. I don't necessarily think Wendy is anything spectacular on that specific show. I think on the radio, she was like amazing. But on this show, she seems very like regular. I was going to say, but I think that's what it is, is the history goes with her. So even like I could, yes, to your point, like a Nini kind of attitude or a Portia, but even like when that thing happened with Jocelyn Hernandez on her show, it wasn't what Wendy would have done on the radio. Like it was definitely tame because she's on TV. Yeah. And I and that, that's the part like I miss about radio, like her on the radio, because she can't do certain stuff on TV because it's just not allowed. But at the same time, I feel like it was handled in a way that I don't think those other ladies that in a broadcast career would have handled it to be able to still go through it. So I think that's like the difference is she does know like the show must go on. I do feel horrible for her. It's a horrible situation. You, you know, you, it, but the, my issue too was in this was you do talk about everybody else's business. And then when it came to your business, you really didn't want to talk about it. And it's like, that's kind of not fair either. Like I understand it's your life. You're personally walking in it. But that's what you made your career off to talk about people's business as messy and as dirty as it gets. And you and you the one that went there with them. So that was the only part I didn't like. But and, you know, watching the show later and I had to understand, like, she was going through a divorce with this man. And I guess there were certain assets she needed to protect to lead the way through it. And then I've seen him posting stuff talking about he's with his his Bonnie noun and she's his queen and and that has to be hurtful after you've been with a man for this long and he's years. talking about he's with his ride or die on your dime on your dime like so yeah. I do agree with you though like mentally and physically like she showed those feet and when she's going through with whatever that that disease she has and I think it's approaching the year anniversary of her mother's death like you might just need to go mm-hmm. on and take a seat child take care of yourself and don't make them force you to do it. Like, like make you make the decision to do that. Yeah, but what what else is she gonna do? You know just what I'm saying? Like for a minute, just relax. Like she's just, been doing this for so long, and she doesn't have a husband. Her child is gone. You know, and like I I get what you're saying, Dexter, but I just I, and let me say this: I'm not a big Wendy fan. When I met her, she was super mean to me and rude. She was not a nice person at all. But I don't think people can do what she does. You know, I think she makes it look really simple, but I kind of disagree. I don't think Nene or Portia have the chops that she does to create the entertainment do? that she does. I, I just don't think they'd be able to handle it. Y'all are really entertained by Wendy Williams? Like, like seriously entertained? It's by- the way that I, like to Nina's point and like what I was saying, I think just throughout her history and again, like it's even like the difference from us and I'm no knock on any of us, but if we do an interview and Mina starts asking questions versus us, I just think it's some of the flow of being in the industry and being a veteran. And there's certain things, again, with now even transitioning, even though she has to be tamed into a show, that she can do. And even sometimes the questions she'll sneak in that a lot of these people just are not going to do. They're not going to do it because they don't need, they don't really have, have the ability to kind of go there. And she does it all the time. Again, she doesn't have to. Like, that's the beauty of the TV show. She doesn't have to. But when she can or she does, she just she just knows it a little bit well. And, and people are used to her. So they approach the interview a little bit different than they would 
with a Nini or a Porsche or if they're going on a view or even if they're going on a reel, they approach her interviews a little differently. I can agree with that. Um, I want to start that off by saying too, um, yeah, I wasn't cheering because she's going through her stuff. Oh. <laughs> I'm yeah, no, nah, I'm cheering because men is getting alimony. Like this is a crazy thing <laughs> for men. Um, yes, Gar- yes, brother. Leave it to Garnet. Live, live, live your life off of this woman's dime. You deserve it. Let's go. Um, no, nah, yeah, I actually agree with everything that y'all saying. Um, you know, as far as her taking a step back from the show, you know, sometimes you just got to do what's best for you. You know, the show's been on for a pretty long time. She's been in the public eye since I can remember, uh, you know, even referencing uh, the movie to Dex's point. You know, we've come to know, you know, the backstory on why she even is the way she is. So, you know, to see her going through these things again and, you know, dipping back into some old habits, it's not really, you know, it's not really good to see. And then the ironic part to Shana's point is that, you know, she's built this platform and her name and her fame off of, you know, giving people, you know, the the tea, so to speak, right? Like uh, dropping the news, being quote unquote, like nasty to some of her guests on the radio. And then now, you know, all of her news is actually in the business and, you know, she really doesn't like it like that, you know? So to see the irony play out and that is, is a little crazy as well. And then to the last point, you know, I really do. She she is a, a, a special being, whether it's um, on radio or on TV. She may not be the best TV personality to you, but it's a lot of people that can't sit in that position and do exactly what she does. Some may be able to do it differently and still get the same outcome, but exactly what she does, there, there aren't a lot of people that can actually do that. And, you know, as far as, you know, Nick Cannon stepping up and being able to replace, uh, you know, re- replace her, it's going to be a completely different crowd. You right. know, Nick Cannon is going mm-hmm. to bring in his stuff. And, you know, she's made enough money at this point, I would assume, you know, she's uh, going through a lot of stuff and maybe just for her own mental, her own sake, instead of working through things, maybe sitting back and relax, like go on, go on a trip for a month, go to an island sit back, relax, take a few friends, cut loose, uh, watch Stella got her groove back. Go find your young Jamaican man. <laughs> That's Stella. No. Go, go find your young Jamaican man for a month. I have no clue. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, just try to kick back and relax and take this time to better yourself and not be worried too much about what's going on or what you're missing out on. Because even with her show, you know, I'm pretty sure she does more than just sit up there and ask these questions. I'm pretty sure she's pretty hands-on with the actual production on everything because that's just what type of person she seems to be, especially on radio. She runs it uh, at the end of the day. I, I need everything to be like this. If it's not like this, count me out or you're out of here. So, you know, to have that pressure put on her that, you know, that's that's not fair when she's going through some stuff right now. So, yeah, if, you know, if I had advice to say or tell Wendy, Go to Jamaica, go get some drinks. <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> and find you a 20-year-old man. That's it. We'll see how this plays out. I just, like I said, I'm not a fan, but I don't think anybody can replace her. I can't think of one person who can bring what she brings right now that I think can carry a show for the amount of seasons that she has, you know? So we'll see. I mean, I don't know if this is the end of the Wendy Williams show. Where, where does she go from here? You know, if she yeah. doesn't do a talk show, where does she go? What does she do? 
So um, we'll see. Okay. Now, speaking of friends, Oprah says she has three. Count them. One, two, three. Friends. So I want to know how many friends do you have? Because <laughs> Oprah, one of the richest women on the planet, has three friends. And how do you distinguish who's a friend and who's not a friend? Because I really started thinking about that. Like, how many friends do I have? And then it's like, it's hard because there's a lot of people that, you know, that I talk to all the time, like you guys. But if I'm going through something or I, I have a, like a traumatic situation, I'm not necessarily going to call Garnett or Dexter like, oh, help me through this. You know, not that you're not my friends, but there's categories. Right. So, like, how many friends do you really have and how do you categorize someone as a friend? Uh, I'll say, you know, she's not wrong. If, if being a billionaire and she can identify that, like, that's probably why she's a billionaire because a lot of people can't get close to her. So, right to her. Because um, these are things that I had to learn along the way. I have a lot of, you know, friends, people that, you know, I am close with, but there are certain categories because there are certain things in your life that that friendship gets tested. And it all depends on what you are looking for from that friendship. So the way that I now would look at, you know, what, uh, like, just like a top tier friend, let's, let's just use that <laughs> top tier friend, right. Would treat me the same way that they would treat themselves mm. or better in certain situations. That means, you know, they're, they're, they're always looking out for my best interest the same way that they would for themselves in certain situations which means, you know, you might have to bite the bullet sometimes. That, that That's how I am as well, you know. So, um, you know, ironically, I would say I have three top-tier friends. And, you know, these, mm. this is something that I had to figure out within the last, like, year and a half or so. It's like, okay, I know exactly, you know, who has my back in certain situations. And, you know, it's other people that I'm cool with too and we are friends but maybe, you know, our friendship haven't been tested to that point as far as like loyalty or, you know, showing showing me a certain side and vice versa. I could be on the other side of that as well. Uh, and then, you know, you just have people that time will tell, you know, where certain incidents happen and you still have love for them. But you do understand that you may not come first, second or third in certain situations that may be like minor in a sense, you know, everybody's still looking out for self. So those friends treat you like your sister treats you, treat you like your brother treats you, treat mm. you like your mom or your dad treats you, where, you know, yeah, y'all argue, y'all go back and forth, but they always got your back at the end of the day. Yeah, I would agree. I would say, you know, um, I think there's a difference between friends and associates. You know, I have some friends and I have some associates. And I think that sometimes those people can even slip between the categories, like mm -hmm. somebody who I thought could be a friend could go down to associate or vice versa. Somebody who might've just been an associate can really become a friend. I do think what Oprah, I think a couple of things, I don't know what her life was like, like if she ever had a lot of friends, like for example, my niece, like never really had a lot of close friends, but now she's gaining friends as an adult. So she probably only has like two friends. Um, so I don't know like what her track was like, like it's obviously her and Gail have been friends for forever. Like if that was just her only one true friend. I do believe when you become an adult, you really truly see the meaning of friendship and what it is. And that could have weeded a lot of people out. 
And then obviously the money and the success for her probably definitely weeded out who is really, truly a friend for me and not just along for the ride or looking for something or this, that, and the third. So I think it can happen. I don't think I'm at three. I'm at more than three than Oprah, but I do think that <laughs> we do need to establish a difference between friends and associates. And sometimes it's a hard thing that you got to sit down with yourself and be like, you know what? Like I'm going through this as an adult. And I know me and Mina have talked about this, like with different peoples and different people in our circles. Like, is that person really my friend or are they associate? Maybe they were a friend or right. I thought they were in this friend category, but really they might be in this associate category. So I can't be that hurt because it's not really my friend. So but I then think there's that another is... category inside a friend. You yeah, right? there is. Because you not say you go through something, you're not gonna call every friend. Like, no, you're right. I don't know what the name is, but there's like another division in there. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Top tier, lower tier, right? <laughs> High value friend, right? Well, I'm gonna say, well, well, at that point, Mina, I, I think I, I don't know if it's another division. There, you know, there may be just certain people are better at certain things. Like, you know, I, I may have a friend that's better at keeping a secret than another friend. So I may call that friend first that I don't think it'll make that person less of the friend. But true. one of his best traits isn't, you know, shutting up when he's supposed to shut up. So <laughs> it's something all my business. He, yeah, he he gets he, he gets the news last. Right. Like, he'll always get the news last. So I don't know. It, it may be that. Dexter, you're pretty quiet. Yeah, because like I know that how these conversations like go. Like I, I think you're supposed to be like, oh, I have no friends. I have three friends. I don't. Like I literally have like I literally have like 10, 11, like really close, like best friends. And I think like my wedding was proof of that. Like these people went to Mexico like to celebrate me and celebrate my wife. They're friends with her. Like they we've grown up together. Some of these people I've known since high school. Like I, I, I truly don't understand the whole thing of like not having a lot of like, I mean, I, I shouldn't say I don't understand. It's just not relatable to me, like not having a lot of close friends. And I think it's because like I'm a very open person. And I don't think I really expect much out of anybody. Like mm-hmm. I don't really require too much to be a friend of mine. Like just be loyal, be respectful and like, like have my back or whatever. And I think that I think I'm a great friend to other people. And I think that I have a lot of good friends in my circle. Lucky yeah. you. Cause I literally was sitting there thinking like, who's really my friend? Like I know got my back no matter what. And it's like, there's a lot of things that play into that. Like loyalty, you know, or uh, money, you know, Oprah only got three friends. Cause there's only a handful of people that can <laughs> hang out with Oprah. Think about being Oprah's friend and you broke and she got to pay for everything all the time. She's not going to have you around. She's <laughs> like, child, please put you that broke. debit card you away. You can't be please my friend. <laughs> You know you're not about to pay for this meal. Right. So it's like, I feel like friendship just gets complicated. Like, you know how many people, I'll give you an example, how many people I consider friends, but then I hang out with certain people and they come and they passing out their business card and they trying to, you know, you know, like network and like, this isn't that kind of setting. (laughs) Like, why are you doing all that? That's happened a lot. So there's kind of some friends that I'm like, okay, I can't bring that person around these kind of settings because they don't know how to just be a person like they're looking for an opportunity. Right. So I don't even know if you're really a friend. You just can't come and hang out. Everything got to be about business or advancement or like. So it's like there, it, it creates like complications in the friendship. I wish I had low expectations, Dexter. Not that I have low expectations. I just the I just know how people are. I know like 
like I know what makes sense for who. And I like, mm. I, I really come from a place of just like, these are people that like, I just would never judge in any situation. Like it's kind of one of those situations where people know exactly how I am and like how to treat me and how to behave around me. So there's certain things that like people just literally just would not do to me around me because of me. And like, there's like, like, for instance, I don't use the N word. Like the people that I consider friends, they say the N word all the time, but they never use it around me. It's just a respect thing. Like, and it's just, I don't know. Like I, I just, I, again, I just really think that it's, it's easy to be friends with people. Like it's a really easy I, thing for me. It's easy, but I, I would say in Oprah's case, money definitely yes. changes. Things. Money for sure changes things in the, the surroundings that she's in. Like, I'm not even trying to hold you. And I know this sounds like stupid, but even like when I was dating or had been dating, there are certain times where I would purposely bring like a guy around like a Julius or Allen just to see because that atmosphere changes people. Like right. it changes things. It cha- And I used to like want to see like how they're going to react. And, and some people would get weeded out right away. Like, oh, no, no, no. And again, it's not like you can't be a fan because of course I know you're a fan of them. But it's the, like to me, this point is how you handle the situation and how I see you handle and so it's funny because I got in this debate before people used to say you shouldn't do that that early and I'm like no I need to because some people get weeded out just because of the behavior like just because of how you are acting I've never seen you act and I don't like this at all right Shana, but you, you got to be fair. Come on, now. You, you're using two of like one of the greatest people. But that's what I'm saying. Being a fan Holy would be crap. one thing. You about to ask Dr. J to do something <laughs> in your documentary is a whole other thing. Like, you see, his level yes. of behavior yeah, will be okay. I that's, think the point she's wild. trying to make is certain people have more trouble creating friendships because of maybe social status or money or you know what I'm saying or there's so many different things that could affect that that friendship I'll give you an example I had a friend and every time I go out I don't know why but she expects me to pay like I work just like you <laughs> no, like no she don't you work a lot woman <laughs> but it's like I like why like why because I'm on the radio you think that I'm like your sugar mama like why you ain't <laughs> paying for stuff it's just little things like this like i just can't like i thought you were my friend but i just can't be a friend with you anymore like why are you coming out then or like i'll I'll invite somebody out and it's a free event right and you don't want to pay for parking or you don't want to leave a tip (laughs) girl you coming out for free i had an argument with somebody who i thought was my friend right and i had got us free tickets to go somewhere right so we drove down there, you know, I, I, I got us free parking, free tickets for this thing, whatever. So on our way back, the, the, the situation was in Delaware on our way back. She's like, Oh, give me money for gas. And I was like, what? She's like, Oh, you ain't drive. <laughs> so I was like, okay, but we got free tickets to a show and uh, free parking. And she was like, well, you ain't paid for none of that. So you should pay for the gas. And I was like, girl, I wasn't even going to go to this event. <laughs> I went because you were like, oh, you're going to let these tickets go to waste. Let's go. So it's little things like that where it's like sometimes people be taking advantage. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think it's just me. It's just mm-hmm. some people are made up this way. So over time, I've like weeded out people and consider them not friends because of things like money or opportunity or, you know, I don't know. I mean, 
not being reliable, you know, like, or you ask me for tickets all the time. Like, girl, what do I look like Ticketmaster to you? So <laughs> I think for me, it is hard for me to consider someone a real friend because all these other things get in the way. I, I would say you guys hang out with people who just not on the same level as you, because like, I would never have those issues. Like my friends would never ask me for gas money. I'd never ask them for gas money. If I have access to something, they have it. If they have access to something, they grant it to me too. Like, Maybe it's just the type of people that you guys are hanging out Thanks. with. They seem to be like. <laughs> no, I think my, I have a really great circle of friends. But I'm talking, about the, people, like but I'm talking about the people deep. that you're saying that you're that you're weeding out and these stories. about. Oh, that's dating. I got to weed them out and date But well, I'm talking about like friends wise, like like these situations with arguing over gas money and stuff like that. Like I've never argued with a soul over gas money. Like I, that's just never. I, I don't. Yeah, I, but I you don't, don't think when you meet someone and you're hanging out with them and you're building a even friendship. Even if they're like, even if they're like, hey, can I get gas money on this? I would just probably do, give the gas money only because, like, I know, like, long term, like, if we're friends and I consider you a friend of mine, you're asking me for gas money. You wouldn't be asking if you didn't need it. You need the gas money. That's why you asked for it. I'm gonna throw you this gas money. But I know long term, it's not gonna. The next time we turn around, we go out somewhere. You got me. There's been plenty of times where like I don't have cash to get inside the club. One of my guys, he pays cash. We get inside the club. I buy the drinks, and we're good to go. Like I, I don't know. It's just not that complicated to me. Yeah, and I agree. The, I wish the, it was the, that to easy. go to what Dex said, especially earlier. Um, just as far as like. You know, know, knowing people or just giving people grace, so to speak, like you, you say that you have an understanding of like how certain people, you know, how to deal with certain people. Now, there are people that get through those little crevices and cracks and still be next to you. And then, like I said, you end up finding out later, like, OK, that really rubbed me the wrong way. But, you know, what what I've come to learn as well is, you know, you you really have to forgive them, you know, and that don't mean that they're like, you know, less of a friend or anyway, but you have to learn how to accept the person for who they are. So even to me in this point as well, like, you know, you may not have to like it, but there are going to be, you know, some people around you that you kind of don't even know what situation that they're really in have them act a certain way, you know, where they're super hungry and they can't turn off that hunger when they're in a place with certain people. And yeah, you're the one that's going to have to draw the line for them. That may not mean, you know, that they're a bad person or anything like that. But, you know, the expectations will have to be at least changed around a little bit. So that's why I say, like, at least as far as my circle for what it is, I had to learn a lot. I'm friends with everybody. I'm friends with people still from the second grade. Like, I'm literally friends with everyone. But certain, you know, certain situations and what life taught me is that when you know people you know I, I wasn't around in, in, in best situations all the time and you know there were people that were there to help me there were people there you know if they couldn't do do it financially were they always there for advice you know were they always there when you know when I was giving them advice and they were willing to just okay like I understand your point of view I appreciate that and you know I'll, I'll use it to get out of my situation so I try to look at things like that. And after all of this time, I probably spoiled a couple of friendships as well for being on the other side, not knowing or, you know, doing certain things that could rub people the wrong way. But, you know, right now in my life, um, you know, we spoke about this last episode, how 
everybody's venturing to different things and, you know, doing very well. And I can just speak for myself when I started to do better, my phone stopped ringing. Mm. Like, mm. You, you know, it's like, wow, that's, you know, I'm not asking for anything or doing it. Like I'm literally right. just better in my life, so to speak. So it's like, you know, the, 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 the people that continue to cause the people that I consider to be my, you know, mm-hmm. my top tier of the friendships, right. you know, the, the, exactly the quote unquote <laughs> brothers, you know, the ones that are family outside of blood, you know, so they, you know, they don't, you know, they're calling me, congratulate or calling me like everything's just regular. I didn't make them feel any kind of way because of the things I got going on versus the things that they have going on. You think on. people hating on you because you leveling no. up? No, I, I wouldn't say hate. I wouldn't say hate. It, it, it people so be, funny, man. That, that I mean, yeah, definitely that. I mean, it may even be motivational, so to speak, where people can understand like, okay, well, I know I can't call Garnett for different for, for the same things right now, because he's doing different things. He's busier. You know, he his, his career path is a little bit differently. So I may have to fall back. I understand that train of thought too. But was that really a friend then? So this is what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So the the, the 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 people that didn't look at it a certain way or maybe even thought that, but hey, they still want to call me and, you know, everything's the same where these three people, no matter what, like this is what happened. They, they didn't care. You know, like I said, they called, they congratulate. And you know we still we still keep it going. And, Dex you know, is a whole teacher. We still friends with him. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> I'm not a teacher. I am a. She call you a teacher every week. Not a teacher. <laughs> it's World well, Teacher Day, man. We still every week. Dex is a teacher. <laughs> and definitely not a teacher. <laughs> Dexter, we didn't get invited to your wedding, but we still love you. <laughs> That's how I, tight it's we the are. Levels. I'm telling you, it's the levels. But you guys, I mean, think I'm about not it. on the high level friend level. I don't know how high value and I would have became to Mexico. Well, <laughs> I'm also looking always for a vacation too. But <laughs> like, Shana, you was busy. You was on a vacation at the same time. But like, truthfully, though, <laughs> even even with that, like, it was in the middle of a pandemic, and I genuinely didn't think people would be able to make it. And it was like 80 people that still came to that, and like. It's just really difficult to not consider these people friends. And I think because little things like that have happened like over time and all that stuff like this, I think I almost have this thing where like, I'm not willing to let people go either. Like these are people that I consider friends and I'm going to do what it takes to work on our friendship. Like if there's ever oh. a situation where I feel like this didn't work out right. We're not talking, whatever. I'm reaching out to them. We're going to have that conversation because I I don't need nobody beefing with me without me knowing. Like, I don't need that. Like, I don't... I- because I do have certain friends that I'll be like what's going on like I don't know what's going on with her but then again I've had other people that I've had to evaluate and I thought they like that sometimes I realize it's not me and there's nothing I can do that's really how they are yeah you know what I mean but I but I still will love them and respect them through the journey like it's just how they are like somebody just called me yesterday and asked like how's your friend such and such doing I said She's okay. I guess, you know, you see her on social media and she kind of said, are y'all beefing? I said, no. I said, I just learned a long time ago that she is this way, like where she just doesn't 
and, and it's and the reason why I can't take it personal is because it's happened with our other group of friends. Yeah. Like so that's when I realized like oh it's not me because I I am like you like everybody I'm normally friends with and they like me like I was like calling her like I was a stalker like what's going on why me why are you not talking to me and I realized it's nothing I could have done different nothing that we when we talk yes. through it it's just really how she is but I still and love no her thing. there's no but I respect that that's how our yeah. friendship is always going to be that's how I am I'm not doing. I, I don't feel like a friendship is something where you got to pull teeth or you got to like always call. Like if someone's not calling you and you don't call, I just, I don't consider that a, a friendship and it's not like a problem. You know, I'm not like mad at you. If I see you out, I still say hello, but you know, I just think people express their friendship differently. Just like people express their love differently. I agree. And it's like, what is your friendship language? You know, like, what do you require from your friends? Yeah. And it's like, I think that I, I'm a good, I think I'm a good ass friend. Like I may not be good at calling everybody and checking in and texting. And that's something that I got to work on. But if you say, Hey, I need you here. I'm there. And Garnett Mm -hmm. is a testament to that. And Shayna, like, I'm having this. I need you here. I need, you know, I'm there. I make time. And it's like, I, you know, I'm balancing a lot with my schedule, but there's people know that like, if you call me, I'm going to show up for you. I'm going to be there for you. Yeah. So I think um, that's important. I think that, I think that's, that's, I always look at it. Like I can only judge another person's friendship level to me based on my friendship level to them. Like if I'm, mm -hmm. if I'm having events and stuff like that, and I'm not inviting a person to it, if they turn around and have an event, you can't get mad that you weren't invited to their event because you didn't invite them to yours. And like same way when it comes to showing up for people and stuff like that. And that's kind of how like, I base my friendships. Like, like I'm doing these things for you and with you, like I expect the same in return. Right. <laughs> and sometimes you don't get the same, like, mm-hmm. and then it comes down to energy too. I had one friend and I used to hang out with her all the time. And then she just started being real negative. And like, yeah. every time I was around her, I just mm-hmm. felt like negative, negative, negative. And it's not like I have a beef with you, but it's like, I'm not trying to be so a de- by a Debbie Downer. And maybe mm-hmm. I'm not a good friend. Maybe I should try to figure out what's going on with the person or maybe have a conversation with them about their mood. But it's like, I, I just, I'm not trying to be around someone that's doing all that. Everything is negative. You got a problem with everything, complaining. I'm just not trying to have that kind of friend in my life. You know, I'm trying to have people that are uplifting and happy and positive and, and, you know, not like always see the negative side. So in general, I don't even want people like that around me. So I'll be, listen, I'll be, I distance myself for a lot of things. I'm like, oh, you negative and you hate. Okay, I can't deal with that. Oh, you, you know, you want me to pay for everything? Oh, I can't deal with that. You, so it's like, I just, you know, I got like maybe eight good friends, you know, like seven, eight good friends. And one of my friends I've been with since high school. See, that's bad. See, because y'all yeah. were saying three and two, and I'm just like, so no, 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 we were saying that's what she has. <laughs> but like, no. like, so like, that's what I was saying. I know people that don't have, like, I have friends since like, third grade i think that some of them are not that close with me anymore but some of them still are but that's what just she has but i would say i can understand that she only has three and again i don't know what her friendships were like like we're all talking about our level of friendships everybody doesn't have the same level so i don't know what her friendships were like we know she had a hard upbringing and people called her fat people called her ugly so she may not have had a lot of genuine friends 
that were there along her path who believed in her, that she was going to continue to do exactly what she did. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Gail was a rider. We, we, we see that, that that was her ride or die right there. But, you know, she might not have had people that really had her back, that really uplifted her, that really believed in her. And as she kind of started getting popularity and gaining in her gains, she might have realized it. Or to Garnett's point, she could have had people that started hating because they were calling her the ugly fat girl that they didn't believe was going to be the Oprah by one name no that we that's know Oprah. her to be. Or or she could think she's better than people because of where she's at. That's also true too. I don't know. Possibility. That's I, but but that's that's another thing too. So like that is, that is a strong possibility that you know she could have got up and be like you know f y'all you know she 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 could have done all in of her that. head making up these but, narratives they was hating on me nobody's no, worried about you true but, <laughs> but but there are some things too like I, like like I say even going back to the point of like just doing better that's going to happen more more than you would even like it or even want to know. Because people, it's, you know, especially when you've been around people and, you know, y'all have kicked it. And when you start doing better, there are people that feel like you're holding up a mirror to them mm. where it's like, well, what am I doing wrong? Yes. That I can't progress. And that's mm -hmm. hard for people to actually take and, you know, take that energy and be like, you know what? I still rock with this person and, and, and really take that the right way now that may not be the case in that situation but that happens a lot like dex if you get a new car and this may not be for your 10 friends right it, it may be for the next level the level down and that's why they're the level <laughs> down they're still your friends but they in the mid-tier right they not top mm -hmm. tier they mid-tier but you know if you pull up on one of them the look in their eyes may be a little bit different they and may i am getting a new car in january so we'll see <laughs> you, will completely see. you will completely see where you know it's it's and it's little slight stuff and it may hurt your feelings it may not where you know uh, i just had this conversation with, with with a friend of mine the other day where uh you know he he noticed the people that were around wasn't congratulating him on a new car like they actually was like downplaying it knowing the situation he just came out of and it's like damn like i i i I thought, you know, we were supposed to be. So it may not be a flat out like, yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I ain't like how you moving or X, Y, Z. It may just be, they may not even trying to congratulate you on the small wins at all. You got to get rid of, you got to weed them out. See, for me, like when I, anything big happens for me, but also the, like the same, like how Mina did it, honestly, like on this show, when we, like we literally, this past couple of weeks, like we've changed. Like it's been so much big things happening for everybody. And when she mentioned her thing, she mentioned everybody else's too. And I think mm -hmm. that that's what I do. Like, like yeah. when I'm doing something big, I'm like, we're killing it. We are doing this, 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 and this. There's a lot of people that out there that be like, I'm doing this. I got this new car. I, 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 and look, and if yeah. I'm your friend and I feel like I'm doing all right, and you keep doing this I stuff. I'm have to let you know what I'm doing too. Then we beefing. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to your to your point about respect, I have a friend, my friend, my my friend's husband, one of my best friends. Or I'm actually like, if I ever get married, she's gonna be like my maid of honor. I already oh. have that in my brain. Yeah. But her husband, um, he had a disagreement with someone over the N word, and like he didn't want anybody like to call him the n-word and one of his so-called friends kept calling him the n-word because he's like well you can't tell me what to say friendships be ending over little things like that like yeah. for years you, we, friend, you know and it's like you can't even have the respect 
for me to to not say this word. Mm -hmm. So it'll be little ass things. And then you just lose a friend like that. You know, like the girl that asked me for gas when I didn't give her gas, she didn't drive me back home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yes. she was she was gangster yeah this this is done and over with you won't even <laughs> please please don't ever don't that was not me. a friend that don't was follow me on instagram <laughs> she was don't. cut on site and then she was like we're friends let's talk about it no you're shady as hell like that's you weird, made me weird. come out because you wanted to use these tickets and i got us free parking and free tickets and you still wanted me to pay gas and when i said nah girl i wasn't even gonna come out like you wanted to do this you ain't even dropped me off afterwards the gas part like it's like whatever i'll give you the gas money so forth and so on the i have it you the fact that you let you told basically tell me to get out the car and you you went but Dex, house, i think you're unlike- saying it differently if she was a friend that was like, Mina, I need gas money, you know, then I think Mina would have gave it to her. No, she was that, basically but, but saying, just, like, you better give it because I drove, but, that's what, like, but they, you didn't pay nothing. Like, but over, overall, though, it's like, we can have this disagreement about gas. If you ask me for gas money or whatever, and I say, no, I don't got it, like, you you probably going to say something about me or whatever. We're going to laugh it up. But the fact that you're not driving me home, <laughs> whip your ass. Right. I'm going to beat and you. you just well, like, I can't even remember, I can't even remember the last time I asked someone for gas money. Like, I can't. I, like, I I'm not your it. man. I, I have friends yeah. give me gas money. I'm like, girl, time. put your money away. Put your money yeah, away. Exactly. I didn't, but they will just do it as a gesture. But I'm like, Wait. no, I'm good. I'm good. Even when I'm broke and they know it, which they know what. I'm good. I'm good. Like I because that's what a true friend does. I I don't think I've ever had a friend ask me for it unless like they were in need of money or mm-hmm. something. Or but I and I've never asked for it. And falling out with people over money is like disgusting. Like I I, I that's just not me. Like I could never argue with. Well, no I ain't got nothing to give, so don't nobody ask me. <laughs> like all my they friends, know what the answer. Is. We we know we know what our levels and limitations are. We know where we can and can't go. What we can and can't spend. And everybody just kind of knows. And it's just. Why are people just not honest about the money situation? Like it's crazy to me. I've gone out and someone will order like lobster and five drinks, and they want to split the bill. And I'm like, Mm -mm. I'm not splitting your gluttony. Not if I had a fry, you get a lobster five drinks. (laughs) The, the, you would Dexter, you yeah. eat lobster and you have five drinks and I'm eating grilled chicken and I'm drinking you, water. water. Let me tell you, I always look at it like I always look at it like this. If I'm going out with the guys or like some of the girls, whatever, we're going out, we're going out. You're going to get what you want to get. I'm going to get what I want to get. We all got money in our pockets. When the bill comes, take this car. You put your card in there and we're good to go. I generally will split it all. I, can get the but I do think in that situation, I mean, saying I would at least appreciate and I probably would be like, don't worry about it. They're like, actually, I know you only got the water, I, but I'll probably be like, girl, whatever. Unless it was lobster and five drinks and I only had water and fry. Then that might be a different situation. But I always look at it like, now, you know, you could have got the lobster and the five drinks, too. Yeah, but I don't want that. <laughs> like, I'm the kind of person if I spend more, I'm going to be like, hey, I spent this. Let, let, I'm putting more on the tab. I don't expect yeah, you fair. to support my lifestyle. J- you know, like it's just little things like that that I feel like again. What is your friendship language? Like, I, I would never, I would never do that to you. So why would you do that to me? So I think that's where the disagreement comes sometimes. I as like the, co- you know, like we're but, just, but I think we're raised general, the right if way. They're, if they're your girlfriends, then you kind of know. Like I went out 
couple weeks ago to New York. And I think we were all kind of ordering drinks. Again, we definitely split. My one girlfriend does not drink, but she split the bill. Like, she just did. But I think even for all of us, again, you know, like, we're living it up. But we know our certain level of money. When you see yeah. those $25 drinks, after the second one, you're like, you know what? We all good. Oh, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need no more than $25 drinks that ain't that strong. Because we all know where we at in life. Exactly. $25 drinks, I'm sneaking in my own bottle. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Do you mean? I, I'm not paying for that. Like, Here's my tw- my $20 for my meal. <laughs> I could pay $25 a drink if you want to. <laughs> this wasn't a choice I made for like, my I life. Think about it like, I'm woo. not supporting your habit. What do I look like? Your sugar mama? Get out of here. For me to order another one. I got three dry. I got three jobs. I'm just trying to pay my mortgage. You want me to pay for your drink <laughs> habit too? Uh uh-uh. uh. You want to order a thirty dollar Cosmo in Manhattan in COVID? Yes, that's that's insane. I, listen. Anyways, thank you for watching and listening. Please choose your friends wisely, okay? And if your friends do not bring joy to your life or support or happiness. You don't need them in your life. They don't need to be your friend. I don't care how long they've been there. Period. Top tier. That's it. All right. (laughs) Top tier, bottom tier, right? Express your friendship. What did I call it? Your friendship. Love language. language? Your your friendship language. language. Yes. Okay. You're not going to ask me for gas and then not drop me off and think I'm going to still be your friend. You know, I, like that, I really feel like you should fight Dexter, <laughs> I have stories. And you have to think the amount of people that I meet. Uh-huh. That's why for me to have seven friends, the amount of people that I meet and know, that's not a lot. Because <laughs> there have been uh, plenty of them that I just, I can't deal with you, girl. You, you're a good you're a good person. I just can't be around you all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I need to be able to be around you all the time if we're really friends. And I can't, girl. You could be unassociated. Hello. Goodbye. You have a great day. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for watching the 180- 90, 98th episode. You're trying so, to cheat us. <laughs> we got to do 199 next week, and then I'm going to Greece. Oh, so nice. we're going to take a week off, which I try to get Shayna oh. to go. <laughs> I would have loved to go because, but, you I know, Shayna Shana, Shana went to every other country. So, no, I, you know, you we noticed I have a new job. We had a devastating hurricane that completely destroyed the full job. And we just found a temporary space. And now it's my job because I'm the events person to furnish the full space before this next event, which is in less than three weeks, which, no, I'm not stressed about at all. (laughs) You got it. All right. I'll send you pictures. Okay. (laughs) Don't send me no pictures because I'm mad. You could have did this trip two weeks ago when I ain't had nothing to do. Well, it wasn't cheap two weeks ago. <laughs> I seen that cheap ticket come up and I said, Hold on, Greece is this. cheap? Greece what? is cheap? Cheaper than $2,000. I'm about to text you. I need the, I need the information. Yeah, who who, who you plug? Not uh, the internet. <laughs> the Lord? You, you, Go on the Skyscanner, doc, the Skyscanner app. Garnett, my friendship level, my what is it? My friendship language is knowing when Greece tickets are cheap. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I went on there and got them, and then I was looking at a five star hotel. You can stay huh? at a five star hotel for like six days, and it's like six hundred dollars. 
Yeah, the hotels aren't bad at all. It's a five-star hotel. Yeah. You want to come, Dexter? That's our next year. We're going to Greece as a honeymoon trip. See, where y'all going in Greece? I don't know. She wants to go, so like, that's why when you said it, I'm like, wait, what's the number? <laughs> it was it was affordable. It wasn't like at all the tickets right now are two thousand dollars. That's not bad. So what I found, I was like, this is a steal. Mm-hmm. And I went right on there. Now I'm trying to recruit people to go with me. <laughs> I, I would have been there. It. I got the ticket fast. <laughs> Wait, and I knew. I'm like, it's going to be next month? And I'm like, no, it can't be. No, next. in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, I just put my days off on Saturday. <laughs> I literally booked the ticket and then requested my days off. You're such a millennial. That is a millennial move right there. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> there was no planning involved. Now I'm like, who wants to go to Greece? <laughs> Come with me. I have days off. All right. Thank you guys for watching and listening. I mean to say what? I'm Shayna B. Barnett Briscoe. (laughs) I'm Dex Stucky. (laughs) Talk to you next week.